to highlight on a couple points there, I feel like you and I are definitely in unison with our with our think, so to say. But you know, in life, you can't control what happens, but you can't control how you respond to. It. And you know, in, in having the the luxury to be able to to represent Grant and uh, just being able to spend time around him, and you know, having him as my mentor for essentially the past twenty years. A very long time ago, and even in my younger years, I realized that the most important thing you can do is control your thinking, control your mindset, and control what you put your attention on, so to say. So, you know, every single day, I'm not watching the news, I'm not watching CNBC, I'm not watching the ticker, I'm not watching what's going on in the stock market, because I can't control that. But what I can control is putting my mind on things that are going to help me be able to move forward, help me be able to assist my clients and realize that this is just a bump in the road. But specifically around, you know, the automotive industry, let's just face it, we've been in one of the greatest economies that we've known to date. Um, it's been like shooting fish in a barrel in the industry. Showroom traffic has been up. Internet leads have been coming in at unprecedented numbers. The phones have been on fire. And now all of essentially overnight, that just stopped. So when you talk about pivot, when you talk about thinking outside of the realm of what's going on and looking at sales funnels, you know, you, you never want to invest in, in one opportunity and you never want to just rely on one flow of, you know, um, profitability for your business. So think about it. Now showrooms are closed, but what's open? The service lane. The service lane provides the highest amount of traffic in any dealership, even before all this craziness started to happen. But still today, most dealerships are not engaged around data mining, equity mining in their service lane. And now the dealers that are looking for something to do or they have to have their salespeople work virtually, they can still operate. All they have to do is leverage whatever equity mining partner that they're using, you know, run that off their CRM, find people that are in a position to be able to upgrade their vehicle, reach out with service first and give them the opportunity to have a great talk track. And, and these are things that we should have been doing, we should have been done, you know, years ago, we should have been doing these 30 days ago, but now it becomes front and center because that's where everybody's attention is. So attention is important and making sure that you are tapping every open opportunity inside of your dealership is essential. Another thing that's going to really pull forward through this, this current situation that we're in now, in my opinion, is digital and modern retailing. You know, the dealers out there that have really become engaged around this, some of them have found that there's at least a 15 to 25% market share in their area around digital retailing. Today, imagine the impact if you had already had that set up inside of your dealership. Even though your dealership is not open, you can still conduct business. You can still pre-sell vehicles. You can still reach your audience in a way where even if such social distancing is in place or the CDC's not recommending groups, it can be done virtually. So when this all breaks through and we start to move forward, this is something that everybody in the automotive industry needs to be thinking about. Because if you and I are going to have a conversation five years down the road, naturally, it's going to look different anyway. But this is going to be the thing that the proactive dealers embrace. And when we break out of this, they're going to go full force into it. Yeah. And, you know, to the <laughs> to, I think there's silver lining in it, like you're like you're suggesting this this pivot adapting 
because social distancing, I mean, the data has shown us that social distancing is something that our customers have wanted for the last five years. <laughs> You're 100% correct so, on that. So if we take this opportunity, you know, I was, I was speaking to a client the other day and he's like, man, I hope that's not the case. And I'm like, dude, why would you hope that's not the case? If you yeah. have like, this is the greatest time to be alive. Our, our grandparents, you want to know why old people get grumpy because they're mad that they don't have the things we have, you know, like, 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 like you said, digital retailing, um, the ability to take down payments, the, the, uh, e-signature software, um, like how come I can buy a house and my real estate agent can send me the the paperwork to sign digitally, but I can't do that for a car. These are all things that, that customers have been wanting for, for a long time now Mm -hmm. this market contraction has had an interest and 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 this health crisis have put us in an interesting position in that it's that gentle nudge maybe we needed for a lot of people like you said the proactive dealers to go okay i'm listening now i'm gonna really figure out how to implement these things adapt and evolve yeah yeah absolutely i mean you know the reality is back when Cars Direct and AutoWeb first came in the automotive industry kind of as disruptors to start internet departments, to start BDC, you know, a lot of dealers didn't want to embrace it. You know, everybody wanted to go to traditional showroom sales. You know, they, they didn't want to bastardize their gross profits, so to say, inside of their dealership. They're like, ah, the internet's never going to work. And, and the ones that really like pushed into it really started to grab market share and started to really um, you know, advance inside of just the ranking inside of their, their, their colleagues. This is the same thing today. I mean, you know, you, you said it. I mean, especially when you get in the highline sector, you're dealing with very busy people that where, where time is their most precious asset. They don't have time to go through, you know, the, the grind back and forth. They don't have time to spend four or five hours in the dealership. So to give them the opportunity to be able to create an end-to-end transaction online and then have the car delivered to them. I mean, look, that's a no-brainer. So, you know, uh, again, this is not something that, that we can continue to push off. It's going to continue to move forward. And uh, I have a conversation, you know, frequently with a lot of these companies that are really entrenched in this, and, and they realize it too. It's just a matter of time before people understand that this is the way to do business. Because think about it. If you and I, you know, owned a couple of dealerships right now, and we did have an active digital retailing process in our, in our dealerships. Yeah, we're going to be concerned right now, but we still have an active sales funnel going. We are still creating activity, right? right? A lot of the dealers today, the salespeople are morphing into, let's just call it concierges anyway. Because if they are making outbound calls, they're trying to check in, find out you know, how their clients are doing, making sure that they understand that they're there for them. Through the modern retailing and digital retailing program, we're going to even have to change, you know, what we know is the sales process in the, in the engagement. But there's one common denominator that it comes down to. It's something that we've struggled with in the car business, at least since I've known it, and I've been in the car business 25 years, is a lack of proper communication. You know, mm-hmm. if, if we can reach out, communicate to people, and, and ask the right questions, and make sure that we're providing them a maximum amount of value, we're all going to be you know, farther ahead and get better in this situation. So uh, I'm really excited to see, you know, where this goes in regards to that. But in the meantime, for, for those dealers that are out there today and they don't have a modern retailing platform, they don't have an e-commerce virtual showroom process set up, it's just time to, you know, as Grant would say, 10 exit, you know, you might even have to 
50 exit right now because however many calls it took you before to get people engaged to create enough interest and create enough appointments you need to do you know double triple quadruple the work right now because we don't know what it's going to take the the beauty of you know a process of calling through like an equity mining strategy or something like that is in the engagement with the customer you're providing value you have a reason for the call you're calling them because no matter like if it's a war where you know it's the plague it's a coronavirus or whatever people still have to drive vehicles people still have monthly payments people still have to service their cars so reach out to them service first hey i hope everything's going well you know the reason for the call is i wanted to reach out to you let you know what the current situation is is our dealership today i understand that your lease is coming up in the next six months just wanted to reach out to you and discuss your op options and give you some some information so as we do move through this you're going to be able to get on with what you're doing and make sure that you have the right car that you want and people are going to embrace that very well because again you're you're calling with something of what they always talk about the app the, the acronym with them what's in it for them you always right. got to think about it's the customer first and what's ever important to them so if you reach out and that sort of process you're going to get good engagement and then not to mention that once this does blow over as a dealership people are going to remember you're the one that actually reached out so there's so many different ways that, that we can move with this today and uh, get through it and, and and really have it be a positive result we just got to put the action in the other thing that i want to say and you were just mentioning this you know, I'm 47, going to be 48 years old in and, and, and another month, right? And the reality is we didn't have social media when I grew up. It wasn't in the game. Now everybody has this vehicle, which obviously they'll watch our podcast on right now. But it blows my mind how people inside of automotive retail still are not leveraging social media, still are not getting out there spreading their message. At the end of the day, yes, you're selling vehicles, but the customer is buying you. What's yeah. gonna make you different? What's gonna make you stand out? And get out there and realize that whatever you think you're doing on social media, you need to amp it up 10 times just because there is a lot of noise out there. But once you start getting yourself out there, branding yourself, branding your dealership, you know, you're gonna be able to move forward that way as well. It's just, these are things that we should have been done, doing a long time ago, but now we're forced to.